Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. My STL king, Andy Cohen. Do you say Cohen? Cohen. Cohen? Cohen. Cohen? Girl. You went to Jewish camp. I did. I say Cohen. Oh my God. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Bad vibes with Talia and Alexis. Hi. Oh, that was loud. That was (laughs) loud. I'm trying to wake myself up. Yeah. Morning. Good morning, everyone. You actually probably listen to this in the morning. So if you do, good morning. Good morning. It's morning for us, too. This is the earliest I've ever been up, I think. What time is it? Let's do a time <laughs> check just so we can, you know, keep it that is note there. 9.48 in the morning. And she's been up. I've been up since 6. But Why? I have to wake up at 6 every day. Oh, my God. That's corporate life? Uh, I mean, like, okay, here's the tea. No one, I work in tech. No one gets to my office till 11. Or maybe they get there at 10 so that they can, like, get food. But I have to get up early because I need to do content shit and take care of my mental health you know it's super fucking annoying so you're essentially getting up even before you need to because you're taking care of yourself exactly can't relate it's some bullshit um i get up usually at 10 out of the house at like noon but i work the rest of the day Mm. but i don't have to start at a certain time no you don't which is really the jealousy nice. in my heart right now is really <laughs> intense because I've had the worst last two weeks. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's fine. We have to talk about it. Also, hello. Welcome Hi. back to Bad Vibes. How's everyone feeling? I would love to know. I'm like on this weird. I didn't sleep last night. I never sleep. I've told you this. You, I'm not a sleeper. I know. I have really bad sleeping issues, especially lately. Um, but I, I've been having a weird issue. What is it? Well, I'm falling asleep. Uh, maybe I'm like having some sort of stress thing, like anxiety. I my toe goes numb. My left toe every like time. The big one, the big one. Uh, and I'm like, it's a warning. It's like telling the rest of my body. I'm like, every time it happens, as I'm falling asleep, I'm like, oh shit. And then the, it goes up my body, and the rest of my body gets numb for a second. I think you have a circulation problem. Really? No, yeah. but my toes are. It's not like I'm going to sleep in my shoes. Wait, no, but I mean, circulation is like your bo- your body's not circulating blood if you're numbing really? out. Yeah. 
Like you need it's, some but it's like a th- I think it's a mental thing. Okay, okay. I think every night before I'm going to bed, I have some sort of panic attack or something, and I, it just comes up my body. I get numb, and then I it goes away, and well, then I'm able to fall asleep. But then I start to get nervous, and so I start going on, you know, WebMD on my phone. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna die, and I start. That's a very bad habit. I know. But are are you like afraid of what's gonna happen when you sleep? Every time I go to sleep, I'm like, oh, it's probably going to happen tonight. Okay. But like, are you like, why are you afraid of sleeping? I'm not afraid of sleeping. I always lo- I well, love, I love to sleep. clearly your body is. So. I sleep in. I just like, I don't know. I, I've never been, I've always been a night owl. Mm-hmm. I don't look forward to going to sleep. I look mm-hmm. forward to being awake. Okay. In the morning, I'm like excited. I don't like to be up early, but I can't wait to like leave my house. This is a very Capricorn energy. Really? Yeah. yeah. To just be like. Ready to go hard. Speaking of that, mm. I checked a Zodiac app. A Zodiac app. But it's not the right Astrology. one. You said. No, I said it's not. She downloaded CoStar. And the astrology girlies will know that CoStar does not correctly divide your houses. Okay, you have I've, to explain. Okay, quick, quick, quick breakdown. Quick. In astrology, there are 12 houses. And, each, and so basically, you know, there's 12 zodiac signs. And every person has, each house represents a different area of life. And each person's house corresponds with a sign. So, for example, right. I am an Aries rising, which means the first house in my thing is an Aries. And then the rest of the signs all, and like that first house represents like myself. And then there's a sixth house, which is like health and work, all these oh. different ones. But CoStar does not partake in that. Like they just are like, oh, all your signs. So basically if you had like six planets in one house, it would just tell you you only had that house as opposed to all 12. Everyone has all 12. So it doesn't like accurately demonstrate all the areas of your mm. life is my thing with CoStar. But it is a great gateway into astrology. It's where I started. I, it's my gateway drug. Yeah. It's fine. 100%. I know what my, my signs are for like my sun and my moon. Okay. What's your moon? Pisces. What the fuck? What is that? She's just sipping her coffee now. Yeah, what does that mean? To Pisces, I just like have an issue with Pisces. Like my mom's a Pisces. Okay, but I'm so, not a Pisces. It's no, my moon. But, you're, but that's what rules your emotions. The moon rules your emotions. Mm. So my moon is Leo, which is why I like am very out there chatting, like whatever, like big or small. But Pisces is a water sign. It's very... They cry. They're very like hugging people. You kind of cry sometimes. <laughs> Look at my shirt. Your, your shirt does say that. My hot shirt girls says hot cry. girls cry. So, okay, so Do you consider yourself a hot girl? Um, what like what does that mean? Like what does it mean to you? It's like yeah, like a cool, like driven girl. I consider myself ambitious and mm-hmm. confident, so I guess that's like hot girl. But do I think I'm like really attractive? No, I think you are. Thanks. I think you are too. But like that, friends are always going to say that. That's true. But like, whatever. Anyway. But, um. Think you, what? Oh, no. Keep you, going. You, you were going to say you, something nice about me. You know, I, I was going to say something <laughs> nice about you, but now I'm not going okay, to. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> I was just going to say, regarding your Pisces point, mm-hmm. this is weird. And this is something that does make me believe in astrology a little bit. My mom's always been into this. But she used to read me my birth chart. She was obsessed <laughs> with reading my birth chart. And I one day I was like, where'd you get this? I want to see this website. I go look at her computer screen. She had the wrong birthday in for me. <gasps> and no, she was <laughs> you are this person. She kept reading it to everybody. Oh she was like, how God. much is this her? I can't. It's a December 28th. No. I'm born December 20 fucking 4th. My mom didn't forget, but she insists that she typed it in wrong. Oh my so. God. That's hilarious. But anyway... I started to believe in it when I realized that there are like maybe five or six significant men that have been in my life, like over since in my adult life or since high school. 
guys that just like weren't one night stands guys that I saw for a little bit and maybe at some point had stronger feelings for than just like whatever their sex mm-hmm. five out of seven or six of those guys born the same week of March stop it how fucking weird and yeah now I, so I meet your guys Pisces born- moon rules your emotions and you're be going with Pisces that men. is so weird yeah I meet guys born that week of March I'm like yep that makes I'm not even surprised That's anymore absurd every time I'm attracted to a guy yeah. They're born that week of March. No, I love, I've like the two biggest women in my life, my mom and my aunt are both born two days apart and they're both Pisces. And my mom is like, I like, I'm a very fire sign heavy person. So being that emotional, just like I really can't with her sometimes. Love you, mom. I know you're listening. She listens and takes notes, by the way. Your mom my takes mom. notes? Yeah, she takes notes. My mom texts me like while it's happening. While it's happening. I was like, mom. You don't need to like make a Google Doc for this. She's like, so okay. cute. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Uh, St. Louis Supermom. Super uh, but then my aunt is the opposite. My aunt is exactly like me, like emotionless. So I feel like it's it's a weird really? situation. But yeah, I, I love my mom and I love Pisces. But sometimes I, I just feel like can't I'm that cry emotional. that much. You're not. I'm just angry. That's you're my a only Capricorn. Emotion. Exactly. But you're you're the whatever. At the end of the day, I love astrology. We all I know, know that. you do. Wait. So your week sucked. It was, so it's like it's good and bad like I've had a really cool last few weeks at work where I've gotten to travel and go to really cool conferences and do like incredible stuff that I couldn't have dreamed of but I have been working like 6 a.m to 9 p.m like because it's either content like in LA I would wake up I woke up at five to like shoot content in LA and then I'm not even like putting, it's not like I'm putting out like content. Like I've like been trash in terms the of like. sun even up? Literally, no, barely. Like, and then at like work the last few, la- last week we had a conference that was like all day, every day. And, but like when a conference is happening, you still have to get your work done, you know? Right. So it was like a lot of time and I just felt like I had no time to decompress. And like, I've been traveling, I've been nonstop and like I did not breathe. So on Friday, I had a call with my influencer manager, and like this month is my best month ever for Good. influencer stuff. Like it's crazy. Great. And then she was like, "Well, how are you feeling about like content creation?" And you know that feeling when someone asks you like, "How are you doing?" and you just start crying. Mm-hmm. That's how it was. So I cried, and then I had to go have lunch with like some really big creators that we were hosting. Anyway, I had a big week, and then. I went to my friend and my friend was and I was like I just am afraid that I can't do it all like I'm afraid that like can't do podcast work content like I don't know what I don't want to let anything go but I can't do it all and she was like you can do it all because you have you just can't do it all while you're burnt out so Mm -hmm. then I took the weekend to like do nothing and decompress and now I feel much better fantastic so there's my life story thank you for listening good for you and now I want to know speaking of the Pisces men we Mm. just discussed was the boy you went on the date with a Pisces? You know man? what? I, I think he told me his birthday, but I completely forgot. I, but I don't think it was okay. that because I would have remembered Because it would be soon. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I went on a couple dates this week. My co-star. Multiple. Mm-hmm. I've been on fire with the men. Uh-huh. I don't know what's going on with me. I must be. I don't know if like We're my, in my pheromones season. are going off. I don't know. But um, that's what my co-star told me is that I would be on fire sexually and like romantically this week. But everything else in my life would be shit. Oh. I'm so, it told me that I have a rut with creativity. I didn't post a TikTok for days. I did notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for telling me. I I feel like the rest of the world notices too. It's been, um, I think that's why I can't sleep. I'm, I can't, I'm just, I don't know. I'm feeling uninspired and Mm. I'm not funny right now, which is a hard thing to deal with, but I'm getting back into it. I'm just like not, 
I feel you. I'm so driven right now. Like I want to create and I have no inspiration. I can't think of anything. Oh, I feel exactly the same yeah. way. It's like I like my regular content that I would post. Like here's my fucking outfit of the day. I'm yeah. like, no, that's disgusting. Why would I ever post something like that? Really? Like I have this weird aversion to like anything that comes out of my mind. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. Nothing is coming out. But I look at my old videos. I'm like, damn, you used to be funny. Oh, wow. I used I always upset myself, too, because mm-hmm. I look at my old really I search my name. And I go for most liked, like I filter mm-hmm. it, and I see my biggest videos in order. You can't compare yourself to your biggest it's moments, my, though. It's my, it's my favorite thing to do my whole life, is compare myself to my best moments. Uh, not a good idea. But I would just, like, scroll through, and I'm like, damn, you were good. In the summer, you were so funny. You, you haven't had a video hit this many in this many Well, weeks. don't compare yourself to your best moment. That's how creators fail. I know that from work, and mm. I always have to tell them, no, shut the fuck up. But also, I think that it's going to be summer again. It's hot girl summer. Yeah, as soon as the sun comes out a little bit. And it has today. I felt like I was falling in love with life again. Good. After a depressive episode. Yeah, it is warm out. It is warm out. Okay, so dates. What? Dates. You oh, forgot about my dates. Yeah, yeah, you said you had a couple, right? It's too early to talk about this shit. It is. It's I mentally. came in. I'm like, <sighs> I need like two more shots. I was so about, ready. Oh, who knows? I have a giant coffee the size of my head next to me. I was so ready to come in this week and talk all about, I was like taking notes on what happened in my life this week. I told mm. you, I want to talk about the friend that I accidentally gave a blowjob to. I want to talk about three dates that I went on. I wanted to talk about all this shit. You can't talk about blowjobs at 9.30 in the morning. You can't. Well, also, we have a new it. producer with us in the studio today yeah. because our other one is gone and we love What's him, even but doing? we're afraid of making him uncomfortable. So yeah. we're like... <laughs> so the blowjob discussion, let's just get it out of the way. Let's just get it out of the way. So I tripped and my mouth fell on my friend's stick, basically. <laughs> That's actually never happened to me. It happens sometimes. Oh, I mean, you're yeah. not that... I can't even. Okay, let's talk about how this happened. What did you slip on when you fell? I slipped on a phone charger. We had a little bit about a phone charger. Okay, okay, okay. He's comedian. Duh. Older than me. Duh. Duh. What else is new? But so this is a good friend of mine. We started off with a flirtation and then it kind of stopped and we just became friends. And I asked like, I kind of wasn't that into him, but I asked like, hey, why did we never go on a date actually like we just went straight go to friends. on a date why didn't we never fuck is what you okay say. whatever why did we never get like mm-hmm. anywhere past friends even though that's how it started and he was like listen i feel this is like as i moved to new york i like started to become more i think i shifted more from like influencer comedy mm-hmm. or maybe the other way around i don't know but like i think i was taken more serious i was starting to meet a lot more people in the comedy world here and i just know a lot of these stand-up people now and like I think they take me more seriously now and know me in this community a little bit. Okay, she's she's glowing up. It's really exciting. It feels yeah, really good. Yeah. But like, I don't, I so I like go to their parties and shit sometimes. And this guy was like, I feel like we're colleagues now. And I have sort of a rule. Mm. Like, I don't like to sleep with other comedians. And I was like, one, on the one hand, I was so validated that he called me that. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, of course, he's saying we can't sleep together. So I automatically am like, well, now we have to. Like, it's mm. all I can think about now. Oh my God, you're Even though I don't find him that attractive. But like, well, you done it. You done did it. You said it. Psychological issues jumping out. I, I know. Okay. Yeah, my my terrible characteristics. <laughs> so honestly, um, I would do the same thing. Exactly. When a guy tells you you're not going to fuck, obviously you're only thinking about fucking. So ever since, it's been my mission to fuck this guy who I'm not <laughs> even that attracted to. But we kind of just have an inside joke where I'm like, don't worry. It'll happen. You're going to cave. And then you slipped. Well, he, he also came. He didn't want to. Well, okay. First of all, first of all, it was consensual. He did want to, but he was like yeah. trying to not. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen, 
whatever we don't go we don't show up to the office together yeah. and work a nine to five and sit in a cubicle next to each other mm-hmm. we see each other now and then exactly it's just like fine whatever and now it's so much funnier because we can like joke about that too but i'm not really into him Ooh. but i ugh, i it's the validation the validation okay? is what you were after today and i'm glad that you're unapologetic about that yeah mm-hmm. i don't have sex with people in that industry because i want to fake an orgasm particularly with a comedian <laughs> okay i do it because after the sex i make a little joke about their dick or something and they chuckle and they're like <laughs> that was good and i'm like yeah yeah say it again say it again tell you me i'm think, funny you think i'm funny that's the orgasm <laughs> so it's you when want the comedian tells me i'm funny and funny it's my dream one time a guy said to me girls aren't he was like he was so full of shit but he was like trying to whatever flirt i don't know mm-hmm. Girls aren't supposed to be hot and funny. Like, what is this? Like, he was, like, yeah. complimenting me. Oh, my God. Was that the most turn on I've ever been in my life? Oh, my God. It You're, like, trying me. to conquer patriarchy, like, at like I date them conquest. so I can beat them. <laughs> Every <laughs> time, and I, when I pass, I look at the guys that I've seen before, like, other people, other entertainers that I've seen, and I look at how many followers they have, and every time I surpass them with followers, I'm like, ooh. This is toxic. And I'm living for it. This is how I, this is what I run on. America Mm -hmm. runs on Duncan. I run on comedians. I run on, I run on comedian small dicks. Yeah. Love it. Here for it. Okay. So when did I say you had a small dick? You didn't. You just assumed? Sure did. (laughs) You didn't. (laughs) Okay. Good for a couple of them. But you're not into it. Usually they do. They trend that way. They're comedians. that way. I don't know. The tr- the, you, you have to have a little bit of trauma if you're a comedian. Like your you have to be funny. I mean, that's kind of why I assumed like if you're funny, like something's wrong. Like maybe your parents got divorced. Yeah. Maybe your dick is small. Who really knows? Yeah. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. All right, we're going to chat. Let's do a vibe check. All right, let's do it. We're going to talk about making friends, all right? Neither of us are here to do that, but we're going to talk about it. (laughs) I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to be America's next top model. I had a class in college that was solely based around that phrase. Really? It was called I'm Not Here to Make Friends. And it was like a deep dive into reality television in America. Oh, I they would always ate say that, that shit up. It was great. Oh, that's good. I love reality television. Really good class. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about making friends and also breaking friends and how we're doing it post-grad. Yeah. I'm what, a year and a half post-grad? Almost two? Yeah, I'm year almost one. a year. Almost a year? Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and both of us had the panoramic interrupt our Ugh, I hate when people call it something I knew you would it's funny I knew you would yeah, I was in the panini I was in the, the panini bother the panini bothers me I just think that that sounds whack but panoramic I just couldn't mentally like let go of in my head you know how the word you don't periodically yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 I like now I can't say it normally so you it's a I admit it's annoying but you um, know what phrase I hate hearing that everybody says now hmm. when the pandemic hit 
or when the, when COVID hit. Hit. Shut up. <laughs> Everybody says that. I don't know why it bothers me. It's just like somebody started saying that and now it's a thing. Yeah. It's just like, stop it. Okay. It bugs me. When the pandemic hit, it didn't hit. It came on kind of slow. It did. It was pretty slow. It was we a slow had, burn. It, we had like a whole three weeks. Right. Like that we were like, no, this isn't real. That suggests that it was like, I don't know, like a terrorist attack or something mm. that it came on and we didn't have enough warning to stop it. Actually, that usually doesn't, it's the same thing with a terrorist attack. We usually have plenty of time to stop it. We don't do anything to fuck in this country. Okay, but anyway, we. <laughs> Foreign policy would tell you. <laughs> we, um, no, that suggests that there was not, we knew about this virus and we did not take the appropriate measures to stop it. So saying the pandemic hit, it's like one day it just happened. No. Just say when the pandemic started, when the started. pandemic when the pandemic began to affect us. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Okay. Just say March 2020. Okay. Yeah, March up. 2020. It's traumatizing enough to know the date. Yeah. But anyway, I've so making friends in college, making friends post grad. We're gonna just chat about it all. Honestly, like because of the pandemic, I feel like it's been harder to make friends for a lot of people because if for me, like I graduated and like it was like, were you gonna move somewhere? Were you not gonna move somewhere? Like. Who are you going to talk to? But one thing I always knew that I didn't want in college was when I would like go visit my friends who had graduated and they would like only be hanging out with the same people from college. And so uh, that would always bother me because it's like you live in New York City with eight million fucking people and you're hanging out with the same guys from the fucking frat house every Friday night. That's embarrassing. Then I said that to some people at school, like while I was still in school, how embarrassing that was. And they were like, no, it's kind of nice because, like, where are you going to make friends? Like, the office? Like, what are you going to And I was like, yeah, yeah this is not the crew for me. <laughs> like, yeah, you're going to make friends. You're going to make friends like, everywhere you go. Everywhere. What? Talk to people. You're I don't want to, like, I don't know. Also, because I guess I just wasn't interested in, like, the frat boys in school. Like, I don't want to be friends with you. Right. So. But for you, how has it been? I kind of had a cheat code. I moved mm-hmm. here and I knew a lot of people here already. So there was never that. Well, actually, I moved here at a time when everybody was gone. Mm-hmm. I moved here during the holidays and I didn't go right back home for the yeah, holidays. Yeah, you did. That was weird. It was weird. It was like a good three and a half weeks where mm-hmm. nobody that I knew. And everyone had COVID. Everybody had COVID. I moved here right in the middle of Omicron. I moved here the day of SantaCon. That's when I moved. And everybody either had COVID or was at home. Um, and I had a lot of friends. My school usually, Berkeley feeds into San Francisco typically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was always worried for years because I liked the city of San Francisco physically, no, but I just I thought I was it. too young to live there. I hate that fucking city. Really? I'd love to live there when I'm like 30 something. For what? Like to hang I out think, with people in Patagonia's like all day who okay, talk about the same you. goddamn tech industry. Not to go and hang bullshit. out with like finance guys oh. when I'm older. I see myself settling in the Bay Area. Wow what that's just crazy to me i think i'm gonna like if i have I feel kids, like there's i don't know i just hate it there really yes it's like okay here was my beef with the bay area one i because i work in tech that's all anyone in the bay area talks about nobody dresses right. well everyone's ugly i do love the food and the culture of day drinking because like i'm not very good at rallying mm-hmm. i love those two things and i like the weather like i don't like when it's too hot oh it's amazing i'm definitely here for that however the people suck. The like, people suck in the Bay Area. Suck. I well, couldn't no, no, no. do it. In the East Bay, they're great. But That's true. San East Francisco Bay, shout people out East suck. Bay. Love yeah. y'all. Shout out Oakland. Love y'all. Yeah. San Francisco and South Bay. No, Death. it's bad. I, I could never live there in my 20s, which is why I was concerned that everybody mm. from Berkeley would move there after college because it's like there's like three places that you go out. It's the most boring place ever for a 20-something. True. It really fucking sucks. And everyone there is in this 
corporate world rat race mentality just like at berkeley very competitive Mm -hmm. they only talk about work all the time and it's all stem there's no creatives it's all finance people so i knew i couldn't live there in my 20s but when i'm like 30 or so when i'm married i want to like settle in oakland interesting yeah i think i want to go to la gross i mean maybe i i don't know i don't know okay i respect that um (laughs) you've never lived there so i respect it but um people who were born in la and like see themselves settling in la i'm like oh you're such a loser okay anyway what were we talking about (laughs) Um, oh you were afraid you wouldn't have friends here yeah 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 okay so yeah so for some reason everybody goes to san francisco and the year that i graduated everybody wanted to go to new york i got so lucky i was like great amazing it's gonna be so easy for me to move so um i already had a bunch of people from the year above me and my year at school who moved here a bunch of people from my high school moved here so that was like a good cushion, but I moved here for a month. There was nobody here. Mm-hmm. So that forced me to kind of get to know this place. All I did for a month was like walk around. Like I just I got that. to know it alone. And it was cold too. I salute Freezing, you. freezing. It was like, I told you I got hazed mm-hmm. and I just kind of tried to get to know it by myself and not let anybody influence me because people love to be like, this is where to go in New York. No, that's basic. This is mm-hmm. where to go. I didn't want any of that. So and now I have friends like, you know, of course, all my college guy friends live in Murray Hill. Mm-hmm. All my high school friends live in like Hell's Kitchen or, mm-hmm. or like, I don't know, something like Chelsea. And then all my other friends who are older live like down downtown. Mm-hmm. I, but how did you make these friends? Like you have college and high school friends. Yeah, they're already here. But then I made a lot of friends through, I guess it's still, I don't know if I can speak to this because I had a lot of friends through TikTok. Yeah. And like, but that's technically through work. Yeah, that was my work friends. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I met these people through TikTok. But okay, I met one girl through TikTok, Serena. And she introduced me to another girl named Chloe. Mm -hmm. This girl introduced me to this amazing girl, Sam. Mm -hmm. And I make this web. That's how you're supposed to do it. Exactly. Let people start saying yes to everything. Don't, if a girl says, let's go get drinks, you go. It Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if you like are kind of iffy about her. She's bringing friends. Exactly. You want to create a web. And I made this great web of girlfriends and now I feel like I I don't know I, feel I, like I have a lot of great friends. I completely agree and like as I moved here I was like not really an influencer when I moved here mm-hmm. which was like in November 2020 and the way I made friends was and like was similarly it's like I had a friend from school whose sister was moving here no I don't know anything about her and I barely know this girl but we're gonna go to drinks anyway right. then she introduced me to her friends who introduced me to more people then at work I like okay at work making friends at work is especially if you work in a corporate environment you have to be very careful because you never know who's a cop and who isn't a cop okay some mm-hmm. of the cops are the people who will like you know maybe if you were on the same team mention that you don't really like the project that you're on and then somebody like will get in trouble whatever ew i could never work yeah in that environment. It's, it's i talk way too bad. much shit and then there's the girls who get it it's like you can spot a girl who gets it you know at work right. and so those girls i'm like all right you get it. We're going to be friends. But how do you establish the friendship? Do you ask them to drinks or something? Usually. So I'm very, I was, especially during my internship, I've always been the person who's like, let's go get drinks after work. Because I think people always want to do that, but they're too scared to say it. So if you're trying to make friends, you be the one who looks up the happy hour place that's nearby. And it's like, hey, do you want to get drinks with me after work? And then you invite like five or six people, you go, you have a good time. And you can, if you don't have a good time, it's 6 p.m. You can leave. And if you do have a good time, then you have a new friend. You right. know, like, especially if you're trying to make friends. If you're trying to make friends and you're not, like, doing something out of your comfort zone once a week, you're not trying to make friends. No, there's so many people I know who are like, oh, I don't know how to make friends in the city. I'm like, y- you don't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, you go to work and you go home. Yeah. Why do you never try? Exactly. It's just also going. I used to be so 
anti-making friends in my classes mm-hmm. when that was considered like work at the yeah. time. I didn't want to mix the two. Yeah. I didn't want to sh- want to shit where I ate. Like mm-hmm. I didn't. I was like, work people aren't cool. I thought they were all cops. Yeah. I was like, no, they're mm-hmm. just nerdy and annoying. And I didn't want to mesh with those people because I wanted a break from whatever I was doing for work, I guess. Like yeah. I wanted to get away from the mindset of work and not have to talk about it and go and talk about completely different things. And now as an adult, I'm realizing how great it is to know people and talk to people who are in my field because Mm -hmm. there's a reason they went into the same field as you. Because you're similar. You're similar. Mm -hmm. Like you get, you know, like other like comedians, like they get it. Yeah. And we can talk about that stuff. It doesn't mean we have to talk about work, but we have the same lifestyle. Exactly. We have the same schedule. Like it's just, I thought I used to be so against that and I don't know why I just I didn't want to talk to people about work I thought that they would be boring yeah and now all of my friends are tied to the entertainment industry somehow and that I'm not saying that you have to have friends who are involved in what you do but just don't be afraid to make friends at work yeah I think I had a similar fear at work um especially because like corporate world like people are older than me and I've mm-hmm. always had this weird issue of people being older than me and not feeling good enough because I'm like too really? young because I skipped a grade never let your kids skip uh, a grade and so like this week last two weeks at work I've had a lot more happy hours and meeting people and stuff and we're returning to office like for real next month mm-hmm. so it's going to be a lot more of that and I was very afraid to like be myself in those situations but it turns out that making friends with people at work and keeping a boundary like you're not going to tell them you know that TikTok sound right now that's like I've never told anyone this before, but in 2014 during a depressive episode, (laughs) that one, don't do that shit with your work friends. Don't do, but like, I do think it builds relationships and it also helps you kind of get ahead because you'll like be friends with someone who's like 40 and like runs a department. Right. That's actually very helpful. Right. But just don't tell them about your deepest, darkest secrets. Like keep that line it's a horrible issue that i have i'm a little bit too open with i mean i think it's an issue all of gen z has like this guy at work told me this week he's like it's very interesting that you guys put your whole lives on the internet like millennials like we could never do that and i was like yeah yeah millennials are embarrassing in different ways generational yeah exactly i just like i don't know so our our total our tips so far for making friends in a new city or after post post grad you need to be open to the idea of a web let people introduce you to other people. Start saying yes to things, okay? You can't be the person who sits at home and is complaining that they're not making friends and isn't, I'm not saying like DM people, but like ask people to go out for drinks. Like mm-hmm. Talk to people and ask your friends that you do like if they can invite you to shit. Like yeah. say, do you have any other girlfriends that we, like are you guys going out next week? My friend in New York um, from studying abroad, she's one of my closest friends. And I always wanted to get to know her friends. Yeah. And she hosts these poker nights and stuff. Like she loves to have get togethers with them. And I just started saying like, you know, I really would like to, I only know one of your other friends. I'd like to go to more of those things. Just letting you know, I seem busy, but like Mm -hmm. I would make time to go to a gathering if you threw one. And she started inviting me to these poker nights and stuff. And now... I'm going to Coachella with all these girls. Oh my they're god! Like my you're new- going? Yeah, they're going. Oh, nah, I still bought a ticket, but I'm going to go with them. I they are my girl group now. That's I have a couple girl groups. It. Exactly. I really like them. I so it's just you have to be open to the web. Let your friends introduce you to their friends, even if you feel like maybe we don't match with this one. She's going to bring somebody that you like, and mm-hmm. then you're going to meet that girl and her friends, and make friends at work. And then just make, like, do things that you like to do and people will come. Like, you said she hosts these poker nights. Like, yeah. If you like running, you could do, 
which is humiliating. Like my boyfriend, <laughs> that's how he's branching out is he's joining like a running club because he has his good friends Dude, from I love college. when guys have hobbies. I mean, too. I mean, I love like he has his good friends from college, but like he's been friends with them since he was 18. Like he needs to branch out a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, and or he wants to. He doesn't need to. I guess I don't want to make him annoyed, but the um, like the, do things that you like to do and find people with similar interests right. and you'll be OK. So. Love you all very much. It's going to be fine. What about, can I get your take on friend breakups? What if you want to, post-grad, it's a really important time Mm. for, I don't know, you like make all these friends in college and you think that they're the ones that you're going to, they're going to be your lifelong friends. I thought these girls were like my bridesmaids. Yeah. Now, oh God, like absolutely the fuck not. It's a lot. So here's the cool thing about post-grad is you don't have to be friends with people who you don't like. Yeah. And so if you feel uncomfortable being around someone this is a very good time to just drift apart right I do think that the key to being friends with people is both of you having a handle on your insecurities right because I recently realized that like I cannot be friends so I think I was a very insecure person in college so I would cut people off the second they like triggered one of those insecurities of like not being good enough or old enough or smart enough whatever and that was not their problem you know that's not the like I'm not being like cutting them off from like I still deserve to be friends with people or they still deserve to be friends with me I just wouldn't see that because I didn't want to be triggered I wanted to be comfortable all the time and I started to notice that with a friend of mine who was consistently making like negative comments about boys about people's bodies about social media and I could tell that like she was insecure about all three of those big things and I realized like I just can't be around that energy it's not that I don't like her as a person and like love what she's done for me but it means that like she is not interested in bettering herself or like realizing how she acts and changing that. Therefore, it's not going to be something that I'm going to put energy and time into. So you don't have to necessarily break up with that friend because you see potential in them, but you do have to set boundaries with them, you right. know, and be like, this is my Friday night going out friend. This is not my like person that I tell all my relationship problems to. Right. Oh, I had sort of the opposite situation. My best, I broke up with all of my best friends recently. Mm-hmm. I, in the past year three of like the key people in my life who three years ago I would have said these are going to be like my maids of honor this mm-hmm. is who is the people I broke up with them Interesting. and it was it came on I wouldn't say it came on suddenly it came over a couple of months um the first one was like best best friend from high school I broke up with her one of the main reasons was because she could not be self-deprecating she couldn't and she couldn't let me put myself down she was like all about rising me up okay and I there were a lot of issues in our relationship and very different upbringings and lifestyles but my biggest issue with her was that she couldn't be self-deprecating she wouldn't let me be Mm self-deprecating she she had no sense of humor about herself interesting it drove me fucking insane and then she also it was the same problem that I had with my two other best friends that I broke up with these are the girls that I roomed with like three out of four years of college yeah best best friends they this comes back to like picking people who like get your career Mm -hmm. they never supported it yeah they pretend that they did and now that it's like a podcast like it came into something legit they're like Mm -hmm. yeah so proud of you Mm -hmm. you never like i always wanted to do an unconventional path yeah those were the ones who like your friend never really made me feel good about it they yeah judged me they were very traditional which is fine but like they really made me feel shitty. And when it started to really come true, like mm-hmm. over the summer, my dreams literally started coming true. I always celebrated their careers. Mm-hmm. Like if you catch yourself, I used to go over the top for my friends 
when they would get jobs that I thought were like gonna be fucking miserable. I'm right. Like, oh, you're working minimum wage for this like ridiculous nonprofit exactly. that's like not even real. Like, okay, I I'm buying you champagne. I'm buying you balloons. That's what they want. You support your that's friends when you they want. want something. You okay. wanted that life. I'm going to celebrate that for you. I'm not gonna say shit. I kept it to myself and I bought champagne from both of them and made the biggest fucking deal out of them getting an unpaid internship, which I think is the stupidest fucking thing you can do in college. And like, I never said shit. Mm -hmm. And then I like go viral Mm -hmm. and I'm like getting a podcast. They say nothing. Dead radio silence. Yeah. And I was like, that is so fucking tough. They didn't say anything until I had something to offer them. Mm -hmm. It was so heartbreaking. And not only that, but like Right before this all happened and I started getting happy again, I was so depressed my senior year of college because of COVID. I'd been broken up with. I was like so, I, I really was like in a dark space. And they, when I had no social capital to offer them, like I wasn't, I wasn't like fun, crazy Talia anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to get drunk every weekend. I didn't want to go fuck boys. Like I was, I had no stories to tell. I had yeah. no people to introduce them to. They like let me just fucking rot in my room. Like they, they just stopped even, inviting yeah. me places. They were like, they never asked how I was doing. I was having issues with the rest of my house in terms of like COVID protocol, Mm -hmm. whatever. I'd cry alone in there and they'd come and like cry. Like they'd listen to me cry and support me alone. But they wouldn't support me to the group. They were disloyal. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I don't. Then and they that moved builds to New York. trust issues. And then they built, moved to New York and you have social capital in New York. Oh, we so run into each other all the fucking time. Mm. And I'm like, fuck off. Like I don't. You're, they're such nice people. I want to see them happy. I really, like, I wish them the best. But, like, we don't even fucking like each other. Like, yeah. if you don't like me when I'm sad, if you don't support my career and think it's legit and, like, congratulate me on it, let's be honest. Like, were we really having fun the past year together? You fucking hated me. Yeah. We don't get along. We don't see the world the same way. We don't have the same backgrounds or beliefs. We don't have or fun interests. together. We were yeah. only fun together in college when we were drinking. Yeah. So, honestly, like, you don't even like me. Yeah. And they, one of them like invited me to her birthday party and I had to keep being like, I'm a little busy. Like maybe mm. I'll stop by even though it's going to be really awkward. Like you don't want me there. Yeah. And finally, I literally had to say like, no, I don't want to come. Yeah. I want this friendship to be over. And the girl was like, oh, I get it. You always need to take a break from friends sometimes. I said, no, no, no. no. We're done. I had to write it out. It was heartbreaking. But I was like, I do not want to know either of you anymore. That's crazy. We don't like each other. Yeah. Why do we have to keep trying? So but don't, they, that's don't the try. thing is there's trying for a reason and there's trying for social capital which is like sort of like what's happening or not even social capital like just to like make things feel okay I think they want it to to make things feel okay and they feel that since we were friends for so long and we share so many memories that I still cherish mm-hmm. and I still look back at the photos and I still love my time with them in college they feel like since we were friends for so long that they need to remain my friends mm-hmm. and it's like that doesn't have just, to happen. In after college, you can just stop liking people. That's I okay. I think so many women are afraid of being alone or doing things alone that that leads to like a huge issue with being friends with people who you don't actually like because like right. and like that's like what all sororities are like based off of, you know? Like I feel like in my sorority, I didn't make the closest like like top tier friends because like we're different people whatever and like but being a part of that group did give me a sense of security because Mm -hmm. you know you could belong to something but in reality and so a lot of girls will stay with the same friend group for years because they are afraid of what it takes to make a new friend group or afraid of like admitting that they don't fit in with them but then you get to the real world and you realize like fitting in with a group is not what the point is you know like you're here to enjoy yourself and if you're not enjoying yourself 
don't hold yourself to be a part of that. Like right. just do that little bit of work to let go and you're going to be so much happier. Right. You know, like we are so afraid of being alone. That's why we both Ugh. live alone and people used to like talk shit about people um, around me for like living alone. Be like, oh, they don't have any friends. No, it means you have too many it friends and you want to get away from them <laughs> exactly. at the end of the day. I feel like I'm fucking inundated exactly. with people now. Like I cannot I see don't a human live being. With people. Exactly. Because I, I see too to. many. Too many. And all these girls that I like lived with in college still live with each yeah. other in like a four person apartment i'm and like then are you talking shit about each other and they the all whole fucking hate time. each other like you time. just it's so sad like mm-hmm. i don't know i'm so i think it was the best thing i ever did for myself was being like i just because these people were my identity in a time that i loved and we shared memories that i loved does not mean that i have to stay friends with them exactly you don't have to still like them you're allowed to be an adult and like I'm a different person than I was when I met them at 18. Yeah. That's so fun. And when I was 18, 19, I loved them. And I don't forget it. But like now, you you don't have to. Normalize moving on. Normalize not loving the people that you used to. That's fine. We evolve as humans. We grow and hope that they do too. And usually they don't. (laughs) If you grow, usually they don't. Facts. Or if they're bitter about your growth. We got to end the bitterness. (laughs) We gotta end, take. end the bitterness. Actually, unless we're doing it, people love to call us bitter. Really? Uh, oh, and like that the reviews. TikTok comment. Well, I, I looked at the reviews last week and I said I'm never doing that again. That was awful. We got a lot of bad reviews. Yeah, we did. It's because we talked about being influencers. Yeah, and sorry, like, that's what sorry. this fucking podcast like, is I about. Wish, like at first, I was like, "Damn, maybe I, we did sound like rude," and then I was like, "Actually, no. like, we're being honest." So at the end, it's of, honesty. If, if you didn't like it, that's what all your influencers are saying behind your backs. When you have Upwards of 100,000 followers, people start to bug you and expect a lot from you. And you know what? That's If you don't get it, you don't get it. Sorry, I hope you get some followers one day. Yeah. And you can learn. Hope you do. Stop working your nine to five. Good luck. Quit your jobs, guys. So we got a couple calls and one of them... We're going to play for you right now. This is the Bad Vibes Hotline, by the way. Make sure you call 212-287-5244. Leave us a little message and we'll chat with you about your problem. We would love to hear about your problems. And this week's voicemail on the Bad Vibes Hotline comes from a listener with a question about long-term relationships in your 20s, which is my personal area of expertise. So let's jump into it. Let's hit it. Okay, hi. So I have been listening to your podcast because I'm a hater first, human second. So obviously big fan of Paulia Lichstein's normalization of being a hater. But this question is actually for Alexis. So I don't remember which episode you said this in, but you said you've been with your boyfriend for several years and you would like to marry him if you didn't. And I'm in that same boat just because, like, I love my boyfriend. I've been with him for several years, and I really would like to marry him. I'd, like, imagine a family with him. But I also would be okay if we don't just because I've reached that point in life. But nobody in my life seems to think that that's reasonable. It's almost like they think I'm lying to myself. Like, people are like, oh, you don't have a ring on your finger yet? Like, that's a red flag. You've been with your boyfriend for a long time, like, and you, neither one of you wants to get married. I'm like, bro, I'm literally 23 years old, so leave me alone. So I'm wondering if people do that to you and if people are, like, up in your business about when you're getting married and think that you're, like, lying when you say that although you'd love to marry your boyfriend, you'd be okay if you didn't. Like, 
why is that such an unheard of concept that I'm just like, dude, I know I'll be okay no matter what because I love myself or like, you know, I try to do that. And like, I just know that I'll be fine. So I don't know. Hopefully y'all hear this. Thank you. Love the show. I love her. What a great mindset. Yes. So I totally get this because babes, I'm from Missouri. The girls have three kids already, and they're 23. (laughs) Like, it's very – my mom had me very young. Everyone in my family, by the time that they were 23, with the exception of maybe my – my mom's youngest brother had at least two children and so it's very wild to my family that my boyfriend who comes home for Thanksgiving like and I are not getting married until we're for at least like five more years like they're shocked and so I totally understand people feeling like it's weird that you don't want to get married and I think that that's because they have a different timeline and a different perception of what marriage is which was always just like it was, I think it's rooted in religion in a lot of times. Like, it's like, okay, everyone gets married early so that they can have sex. People stopped doing that, okay? Everybody's having sex and we have birth control now. Like, that's not the only reason to get married. Like, I don't know. I just think it's a different cultural norm that you have to, like, get out of that bubble and just be secure in your own, like, choices. But that doesn't mean it isn't awkward. Like, when we were in the DR for our vacation, even people there were like, so he's going to propose no ma'am no ma'am no he's not like I would be terrified but it's definitely annoying but as long as you have the mindset like you know you're not lying to yourself then you're gonna be fine because people around you are never gonna stop saying some bullshit um but there is that weird thing where it's like I heard about this recently where it's like doing girlfriend activities for when you're like not a wife I think that cultural have you heard of that before Mm -hmm. where it's like okay we've talked about that before yeah where it's like you're not gonna cook for somebody or you're not gonna do this because you like don't have a ring on your finger and when you've been with someone for a long time and you're very young that line feels very blurred because it's like Jeff and I have been together longer than a lot of people have been like married before and that's like crazy but it doesn't mean that like I don't know like I still like to do nice things for him, but that's because I love him and we're in a good relationship. But like at the same time, I understand why people might be judging you for not having a ring on your finger and doing like, like quote wife activities. But I understand where that comes from too. So what do you think? Do you have thoughts on this? Like, no. How could I ever have thoughts on this? I mean, I have many friends who've been in long-term relationships just like you. I was talking to my cousin recently. She met this guy in college and she adores him like she thinks he's just perfect the family loves him and she has such a healthy relationship just like you and Jeff it reminded me of listening to you the way that they you know she feels totally fine being like the wife mm-hmm. but with a girlfriend status because he returns so much energy yeah to he's my biggest support right system. Yeah. right and she also had this mindset that this woman has of I feel good about myself I know that I'd be fine alone. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I know that it's a good relationship because it's not codependent. She'd be fine. It's a great mindset, by the way, this caller had. You like yourself enough to know that like if you left tomorrow, you'd be okay. So what the fuck is the issue? But my cousin is explaining to me, I've obviously never experienced that. I don't think I've met the man I'm going to marry. I have not dated the man I'm going to marry. I don't know. And she's saying I totally could marry him. I wish I'd met him later. Because she's That's like... That's a good point. I'm going to date him for so long. I don't want to... I'd like to kind of, you know, maybe she, she'd like to sow her oats. I don't know. She's like ready to... She wants to explore. And like, I think they both want to enjoy their 20s, but they love each other. It is tough. And they're not old enough to get married and they feel the exact same way. And a lot of people would say, 
then get married next week like mm-hmm. get, you're you're 21 22 you should get married and she's yeah. like no like i feel like the thing the thing is like people want to encourage people to get married because people see that as like the golden prize of life is getting right. married i'm sorry but it's not for me and it's not for my boyfriend either like getting married we don't even know if we would like to have a wedding because that's a fucking humiliating waste of money unless you're rich <laughs> and so i was like i don't even know like if but like that's because getting married to some people is you know the end all be all i don't personally have that like goal i would like to get married still but like marriage is a legal contract and that's pretty much it like if you if that's what you think it is you know right so don't do it if that's not what you want but the pressure is always going to be there so i understand wanting to meet someone later because then you could like avoid this absurd pressure that's on when you find someone you love then make them the center of your life no just live right. a great life together like right. please anybody who's telling you to get married in your 20s i think i agree they're just they have a very traditional mindset even though they don't want to admit it yeah they are embedded with this like this idea that it's it's the goal because the question is because if you're go if you are with someone who you genuinely think you're gonna get married to you don't have to get married then why would you get married you don't i see myself having not even a husband i definitely see myself having a life partner Mm -hmm. i don't know about kids but i've always seen myself having one person or maybe two Mm -hmm. but i see myself having like a very like a lifelong boyfriend like being one of these women like shakira like oprah yeah who Mm -hmm. just like never marries them i just don't see the point like it's you don't need it anymore. You it's don't. a it's a very antiquated. You could sign and honestly, like if you both make a good amount of money, then you start getting taxed higher, right? Because your joint income. So I was thinking, I just want a fat five carat radiant cut, yeah, engagement ring, a power of attorney, so that I can make sure. So like for medical decisions, right? You know, right. you have that protection, and probably no kids because the world's on fire. Right. Why Doesn't that does sound anybody great? Anybody want kids right like, now? Like honestly, like I think it sounds great. It's a dream. It's a I'd, dream. And somebody to travel with. I'd mm-hmm. love to have a husband. I love having or, a travel partner. Yeah, just a guy that like we just like go around the world for the rest of our lives and so we great. spend time like decorating a beautiful house and we have all kinds of cool projects. Somebody exactly. we could be creative with, like write a show together or something. Mm-hmm. Like I'd love to like write a movie with somebody or a book with somebody. That's fun. Just like have fun and yeah. I don't know. Like, why do you have to get married? So, yeah, when I hear my cousins talk about this stuff, when I hear my friends who are in, I have another friend who's been in a long-term relationship for a while, and she's, like, wants to get married, like, next year because she feels like that's, like, the logical next step. And I'm like, if you love each other that much and you're so certain he's going to be there forever and you're so happy with him, why the fuck do you have to you put a ring have to on get it? Married. If you want to have a party, have a have fucking a party. party. But, like, protect, I guess, like, people do it to protect themselves from, like, breakup and stuff so it depends on your financial situation it's just so weird to me weird. like why do you have to commit to somebody in your 20s no i think this girl's like so sad you have the She's mindset that we'd be telling you to have if you didn't mention this which is you love yourself you'd be fine without them why do you have to get married don't let anybody influence you they're all too out. traditional like i tell my family I'm, i told my mom like my timeline so that she could like stop asking if us traveling together meant that he was gonna propose right. because she i don't know like they get married when they're like 14 in fucking missouri like so that helped if you need to set boundaries with your family right yeah and also luckily he's from a different country so i could be like yeah they don't get married till they're like 30 over there and so then they can shut up you know just lie I got so lucky with my Jewish parents. For some reason, they don't bother me about that stuff. Well, they I don't ask that, like when I'm getting married. I don't think that you invite that kind of conversation right. out to yourself. <laughs> so they do watch my social. Makes media. a little sense. Yeah, I guess they would if I if they didn't know about my antics. But oh, that was fun. I'm so proud of her. Yeah, me too. She rocks. She Good rocks. for you. Don't get married, girl. Have fun. Love yourself. But definitely, 
don't pay for too much and get that engagement ring if you want one. Don't forget, leave us a message at 212-287-5244 and we'll answer all your questions. All right, all right well, okay. time to get down to business. Time for Let's roasted or get toasted. Down to business. That's the hottest prince in Disney World, I believe. You know how everyone's saying who they would fuck in Disney it's characters disgusting. these days? It's, disgusting. it's the prince in Mulan. I don't like animated movies. You sound like my grandmother. Yeah, I don't like it. I wasn't allowed to watch it and um, cartooned things. Me neither. Oh, nice. I so mean, your family's just, progressive. Okay. Mine was because the devil was inside. That's so raven. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I love that so raven. Oh, it was witchcraft, according to <laughs> like voodoo or something. Yeah, like, you know that sound that's like, she's not a Christian. <laughs> that's what was happening in my house. You were not. so raven. No, like, I could watch it with my mom or my aunt, but my grandma took care of me. <laughs> And I couldn't watch it because it was Cause that was Harry Potter. <gasps> I never watched Harry or SpongeBob. Have none you seen of it. it now? No. Oh, I don't we're gonna care. sit down and watch Harry Potter. No, 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 no. It's a, it's great. It's really, really good. Okay. Um, but no, my parents. I have to clear this up, or else my mom's gonna get mad at me. Please. We, I was allowed to watch animated stuff. We just like she wanted me to see live action shit. Like she just thought mm. it was. I I don't know if she thought it would socialize me better. She thought it was like better quality. She didn't like. She, she would watch she it with me. And she didn't friends. want to watch animated shit. She. Just thought it was more exciting and cool, I guess. I don't know. She'll have to give me the reason. But I never saw animated movies as a kid. I wasn't not allowed. She just didn't buy them. Like That's wild. You know, the the my first like movies that I, I remember watching Cinderella with... Um, with Brandy? With Brandy. Yeah, that one. Bride Wars for some yeah. reason. I don't get it. Why was I, I watching Bride Wars at seven like every fucking love week? Love that movie. Sister Ella Enchanted. Act. Yeah, that was a good one. I mm-hmm. love Ella Enchanted. I could quote... Every line in Ellen. That one is good. Anne Hathaway is a star. It was all. Oh, I watched um, the live action Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, it's a Jewish kid. I, I know. I know that one because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know I was in vacation Bible school doing my life. Right. Little moment with and the then sister act. Sister act is good. One and two consistently yeah. every week. Yeah. It was, yeah. and then that one movie about the whale. Um, Pinocchio. Moby that Dick. That is a nose. Pinocchio. No, no, no. Pinocchio gets swallowed by the whale. Oh, no, yeah. it was like a live-action whale. Like, I was obsessed with the movie Hook. What's that? You, what? You haven't seen Hook? Is that with uh, the pirates? With Robin Williams? No. Oh, my God, great movie. You love it as an adult. Okay, I'll watch. Oh, it's great. Mrs. Doubtfire I loved. I never, no, I wasn't allowed to watch that. Really? Why? Because she was cross-dressing? You can guess. <laughs> you can guess it. Good. No. I just, we, I was a live-action girl. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I was at, at my grandma's house at home. My mom was letting me watch Friends to go to bed. My, see, my mom was anti-Friends. She yeah, did not she want me to it. be like a Friends girl. She gets I was a Seinfeld family. My mom we was a Friends family. girl. My mom was a Friends girl. Her Absolutely name is Rachel, not. for God's sakes. Oh. So anyway, <laughs> now we got to roast it or toast it for real. Speaking of television, our first issue, roast it or toast it. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm so excited. We have a lot to chat about with this. Wait, should I announce it? Yeah. Andy motherfucking Cohen. You Andy. piece of shit. Andy. Fuck you. My, okay? Andy. My STL king. He's from St. Louis. Oh, cool. He's created some of the greatest television known to man and yet has stolen from us. This man, I fucking hate this guy. Okay? First of all, 
I'm a little biased because I've read the blind items. I know the tea. Yeah, the tea's kind of crazy. This is not a good person. Look, they're all rotted in Hollywood. They are. But like this guy, he's really, he's very powerful, more so than you think. Like he kind of runs all of reality TV. Yeah. And a lot of these people cross over from reality TV into other types of entertainment. So he kind of has a hand in like everything, basically. Mm -hmm. He's just like, it's kind of known he's an asshole. Um, I think he was hysterical on New Year's. Like, I think a person can be an asshole and still be, like, very entertaining. He's very entertaining. Totally. Yeah. But he is an asshole. And he stole Roasted or Toasted. I genuinely don't believe that Andy Cohen himself listens to this. What are you saying with his last name? Cohen. 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 I don't believe Andy Cohen. Did I do it right? Yes. Good. Himself listened to this show and stole this particular segment that we are currently in. I think he did. Uh, I mean, I'll take it if that's the case, but I think someone in his writer's room is just not being creative because tell me why I was watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion part one, which can we just do one reunion night? We don't need to do it for four weeks anyway. And I get on to watch what happens live and it's roasted or toasted. Someone there is listening. Think about it. This is Betches. It's all about Bravo TV. We love Bravo. They The Betches were recently, the three co-founders were recently on Watch What Happens Live. And literally everything in this office is named after Bravo moments. Everything. Like, like somebody there is a Betches fan. So if that's the case, there's a way you could remedy this situation, whoever it is. And it's to have us on Watch What Happens Live to talk with Andy Cohen specifically about this Co- You have to start saying Cohen. his name right if Cohen. he's going to have you I'm on. I'm so sorry. It's Cohen. I love that you support him. I know. I, it's it's not about him. It's not yeah. personal. It's, he's Jewish. Yeah. You got to say Cohen, right? Also, look, you're working in entertainment. If yeah. you can't pronounce the word Cohen, it's Cohen. not going to serve you well. You're right. You got to figure it out. You know what? I take it. I apologize. I can't believe you went to Jewish community. summer camp and you can't say Cohen. It's like. Can you say my last name? No. Are you serious? Definitely not. It's not Notice that. Notice how I always it. quiet down when I say it. Really? Yeah. Say it. Lickstein. Say it like you mean it. <laughs> Salia Lickstein. Oh, it's perfect. Okay, good. It's very easy, guys. It took, it's been a while. It's it's hard when you look at it. It's the two T's are so fucking stupid. I can't wait to change my last name. But Lick Steen. Lick Steen. Oh, it's that's like more helpful. Licked Steen. That's too hard. Lick Steen. Easy. There's no T. There's two T's in it. Licked Steen. Licked Steen. But it's too hard. Just Lick-steen. say Lick Steen. Lick Steen. Yeah, like with an X. And L-I-X. Co- Cohen. 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 Yep. Like the Cohen brothers. The Cohen you, brothers. Yeah. Cohen. Cohen. Rest in peace to everyone who I've accidentally said <laughs> Cohen. walking around saying Cohen is a real name too, but it, that's not. Andy. That's not Andy Cohen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love you, Andy. Except for fuck you. No, that's fuck all you. I have to say. You're to Genji Cohan? What? She created Orange is the New Black. Who? She's another Jew. Genji Cohan. Oh, no. That's Cohan. This is Cohen. I never got into that show. Orange is the New Black? Yeah. Great first two seasons. Yeah. Fantastic. Really well done show. Prison. No, I like to, I prefer to listen to rich people fight. Okay. That's fine. Let's get on to that then. Which is the second, the second thing that we're roasting or toasting today. Bravo reality shows. Thoughts? Never seen one. I know it's really wild how do I work at this place I don't know like it's honestly crazy like everything in this office is named after specific moments in Bravo history and honestly I don't even know 
half of them but if you can be here and like not get it it's kind of crazy there's all all of the rooms in the betch's office are named after a different bravo show yeah it's kind of absurd i love bravo reality television i like it but like you know people love like love is blind i do like love is and blind. that kind of like TV, like i think there's two types of people or or there's three there's the people who love both one or the other you know i personally can only handle bravo reality television because I just, it's consistent the way that it's produced, Mm -hmm. shady, and it's not always all about dating. Like, I just don't really give a fuck because I feel like no one actually likes each other on dating shows, so it doesn't resonate. I love when people actually have, like, their little, like, fake friendships and they're fighting and throwing glasses at each other. It's so much more, especially when they're old women. It's just so good. So I'm a a fan. I toast to it. What about you? It just makes me sad and angry. Like, I just, like, (laughs) I get upset about, I know, like, so okay, much reality tv it just makes me like upset about the state of the world i get a little bit too i'm not an existential person at all mm-hmm. i hate thinking about the meaning of life why are we here why are people so stupid i don't like to think about that but this gets that in my head it's bravo like, does yeah yeah mm. that's what gets it in my head i'm like really like this is what we care about like i just it's so annoying too because I, I have no right to say that because there's so much stupid shit on the internet that i care about mm-hmm. but i don't know like just all of these rich women arguing and they're all so fucking stupid. Like, they are. it just bugs me so much. Like, at least I like to watch, like, smart rich people argue. Like, succession. Just, yeah, like, succession. Like, I just hate... Hot take on succession. I don't think the dialogue is very good. But anyway, I just hate... Ugh. Like, they make me so... I'm like, really? This is what we're paying for? You know how much money these people make? You know how many people tune into this? Like, I used to think the same way. And then I realized I'm there to turn my brain off. Like, yeah, it makes me... I think the reason we like television like that is because it makes us feel better about ourselves. Right. Which is why, like, Love is Blind doesn't... I don't get to it because I just feel bad for them. Like, existentially bad for them. No, they're all such losers. Yeah. Everyone on Love is Blind is such a fucking loser. And you can tell. Yeah. Well, that's why they're there. But I like the Bravo reality shows. I just think it's they're fascinatingly crazy people. Right. And that's fun for me. But at the same time, I understand. I just can't get past the fact that I know that they are all being cast essentially as like to play a certain role. Like, like they're, they're not all friends. made to be crazy. But when you, you know the show is good when they seem like they're actually friends. Because like this last season of Salt Lake City, like everyone hated each other. And that was like the point. And it wasn't good TV because you could tell there was no alliances. Right. You right. Know? You need the alliance. You need an alliance. I just can't get past the fact that it's fake. I can't watch The Bachelor because it bugs me that you never really see them talk i know that they're not really falling in love but like the whole thing about we went on this date i'm like what date you didn't talk at all i've never seen any of them interact and they're saying we're so in love and i know it's fake but they keep saying it and it's like at what point were you two ever alone together for more than like 10 minutes and you can't you don't fall fall in love like that in this it's absurd like the bachelor drives me insane because there's 20 people i can't remember that many people's names right for like a day let alone like six weeks like out of control like i can't handle the bad and you only see them having conversations by the fire with a glass of champagne for like two minutes at a time it's, and they only talk about the other girls like they talk shit about other people love? it's literally it's an influencer pipeline at this point no it's literally a get get famous quick scheme exactly because um, you're gonna lose your job after that no for sure but then you get to be an influencer for a couple years and then you age out of it or you, yeah you know you become irrelevant but you I make a little bit of money it's fucking crazy i hate that show but wait what's the best housewives Atlanta, hundred percent. Really, Atlanta is one hundred percent the best. I, but I, my personal favorite is still Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Even though I love Atlanta, if you were gonna start, I'd start with Salt Lake because it's easy to get into. There's only two seasons, 
and then I do Atlanta. There, everything is good except for Dallas and OC. Okay. Is it all on what streaming platform? Hulu. Did you watch Love Is Blind season two? No, dude, it was good. I know. Even Kim Kardashian tweeted. Really? Saying it was good. What'd she say about it? I'm so invested! Exclamation point. Oh, shut up. Whatever. I hate like, bitch, you don't have time to watch Love Is Blind. No, you or a lawyer don't. with four kids. But can I just say what? Everyone this season, they all fucking hated each other. Good. They like none of them were in love at all. I think on the first season. First season Lauren and Cameron good. were actually in love. And they're still together. Totally still together. They're still and they're now, they're like an influencer couple now. They're, exactly. they're repped by like UTA. I know. Like, aren't I they writing a book? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> no, they're like huge now. But I love that. everyone this season, first of all, Shane's on Coke. Shane has a Trump supporter and the devil. Natalie needs therapy. Uh, I could talk about all of them. Um, they all need therapy, but this guy, Shake. Oh, and he's yeah. the one who wants to be with the Indian girl. And then he does not want to be with her. He doesn't want to be with her. She wants to be with him. And then she's like at the altar. Well, and she's he proposes. Like, they get together. And she's like, I deserve someone who knows. Yeah. That was a cute moment. He was a, he, you have so to watch it to understand what a pretentious piece of shit. I is. have too many shows to watch. It's really good. Though. I can't watch that. I'm about to watch the Elizabeth Holmes with Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, is it, how do you pronounce it? Seyfried. Okay, anyway. Number three of roasted or toasted. <laughs> Are we still going? Yeah, I guess we so. forgot to roast or toast these people. Andy Cohen, your toast. I I roast him today. Yeah. Long term though. Whoever the fuck is listening to our show over there, because we know you are. Just You're DM Betches us. Fans. Like, come on. You're like blatantly Betches fans. You've seen they had Betches on. Watch what happens yeah. live. They they know they know about us. We, yeah. Betches has an entire like Instagram channel dedicated to Bravo. You listen to this show and you stole something. It's and like that's wrong. It's completely blatant. It's very blatant. So s- give us credit. Come on. It's fucked up. It's annoying. Um. Okay. Bravo reality shows. I toast obviously. I can't. I'm not allowed to roast or toast it. I just never got into them. You can roast it. Okay. Roast. And then now number three, ten minute video limits on TikTok. It's TikTok for a fucking reason. Okay. Do you have YouTube quickly. and you have TikTok? Go to fucking YouTube. Go to YouTube. TikTok, they cr- it's like we're going full circle for some reason. Like, why do we just keep trying to make each other happen? Like, right. Leave it alone. No, I, because my thing is my thumb is designed mm-hmm. to scroll on TikTok. Like, I can't just stare at something for 10 minutes. Like, there's nothing that interesting. At that point, like, if it's over two minutes, I'm putting it down and walking away to do another task. Right. I'm not fucking watching a 10 minute video. And also, you can't create 10 minute videos. You have to upload it. Oh, my God. That's you know? so annoying. No. Just use YouTube, okay? There's no fucking reason. We're going full circle. They had YouTubers. That was the big thing. Then it switched to Vine and TikTok because people, you know, it's making our attention span shorter. The whole new culture is short form now. Yeah. Yeah. Short form. That's the new thing. Mm -hmm. That's the new thing in media. And now they're like... Let's go longer. all the way back. It's like, hello. Do we remember why we created this app in the first place? (laughs) It's short form now, okay? We can have long form on YouTube. Stick to that. Come on, guys. All right. So we roasted. Hard roast. Hard roast. Who the fuck cares about somebody's 10-minute video? Get a podcast like the rest of us. If you find yourself making a 10-minute video, that's your problem. Exactly. Nobody cares. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Bad Vibes. Rate and review and subscribe wherever you're listening. And send us an email at badvibesatbetches.com or leave a message on the hotline by calling 212-287-5244. And don't forget to follow us too at Talia Lickstein. Lickstein? Yes. And Alexis Barber. Yes. 
dude what i got verified on instagram oh my god we saw we haven't even talked you got so excited to like that i said your name i thought it was because i said it correctly yeah um, no you did say it perfectly okay, great she got verified I we're got big verified. she's big i'd like to congratulate um every one of my friends who now I can't stop commenting on their photos. I can't, I'm commenting on everything because it looks cool. It does look Congratulations cool. to you guys on having a verified friend in the little blue check in your comment section. Congratulations to every man I fucked who now gets to show my profile to people and be like, yeah, she's, she's verified. verified. That must feel cool. Yeah. That must feel cool for you. And condolences so to every one of my ex's new girlfriends oh so sorry for them to go and look at my instagram which like the we girl all do. from last week who you liked her picture yep enjoy it enjoy you that. know who you are a verified girl all right anyway um, <laughs> follow talia lixine blue check verified plus on yeah, instagram very today sorry. for some very exciting sorry content. your boyfriend fucked a verified girl all, all the ladies out there sorry she's not sorry <laughs> she's not sorry one bit. it looks so fucking cool I'm so happy that you're having this moment. Thank you. Let me so savor it. Give me a day, okay? It's only been. I found out on the toilet. Of course you did. <laughs> I was sitting on the toilet. Full and I circle. Found out. Yep. <laughs> it looks so cool. It makes my boobs ten times bigger. And in this, <laughs> all my thirst traps are ten times hotter. And in this vein, remember, no one on the internet is safe except if you're me, because I'm verified. Bad vibes is a Betches Media production. The podcast is produced and edited by Sean Kilby. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to leave us a voicemail at 212-287-5244 or send your emails to badvibes at betches.com. Betches.